Okay, good morning everybody. Today's daf is Sota Daf Mem Vav. We are way back on Mem Hayam and Beis at the first Mishnah on Mem Hayam and Beis. Today's year is sponsored once again by Dr. David Landerer in honor of his wife and children and Lila Nishmas' mother, Golda Basimcha Shalom. We thank him very much for the sponsorship. I don't think there was, a, there was anyone else today, was there? Okay, so we thank uh, Dr. Lander very much for the sponsorship. We have a lot of catching up to do. So let's, uh, well, first let's uh, outline what we're going to be discussing today. First, the mission is going to go through some of the detailed halachos of measuring Egla Arufa. We're going to explain the machlokas as to which part of the body you measure from when we measure Egla Arufa. Then the mission on the bottom of the page is going to talk about uh, the, the, the procedure uh, carried out by the Zikne Osair once the Sanhedrin is uh, gone and now the Zikne Osair take over. So what, what exactly it is that they do, the Gemara is going to try to figure out the various psulim of Egla Arufa, Para Aduma, and uh, Kachim, and how we derive one from the other, and uh, which halachos, which uh, psulim, whether psulmum or avoda, which ones apply to which of those uh, of those items, why it is that there is no psul avoda by, uh, by Kachim, even if it was an animal that was worked, you're allowed to use it for, uh, for, for a carbon. The Gemara is going to discuss the symbolism of the nachal, of a nachal eisan that we have in Egla Arufa. Then on Amr Beis, the Gemara is going to talk about how the land cannot be worked on, but what are, what are the details of that? When can it not be worked on? Before they do the Egla Arufa? After they do the Egla Arufa? What kind of work can't you do on the land? Are you allowed to do your tax returns while sitting by a desk on that land? What exactly does that mean that you can't work the land of the, uh, the Egla Arufa? Then the Gemara is going to discuss the importance of being Malave people, because it's going to elaborate on the uh, statement of the zikne, of the of the zikenim of that city, saying that uh, we didn't kill this person, so that means that we didn't uh, that we didn't uh, see him and let him go without proper escort. So we're going to discuss uh, that that great mitzvah of escorting uh, people as they head out to the uh, to the road. Then the Gemara is going to end. The daf is going to end with the story where Elisha caused children to be attacked by bears because they called him a bald person and we're going to go through some of the details of that story. So let's begin uh, at the Mishnah on Daf Memhei Amid Beis, the first of the two Mishnahis on Daf Memhei Amid Beis. So says the Mishnah, if you find the dead body directly in between two cities, equidistant from the two cities, so Rabbi Eliezer says each city has to bring an Egla Rufa, but also one city that's exempt from Egla and the Gemara will explain why. If, let's say, the body was uh, beheaded, the person was beheaded, the victim was beheaded, so his head is in one place and his body isn't somewhere else. Agav, not the first place in this Masechta that we discussed a beheaded person. And Afyud Gimel we had with Chushim Ben Dan beheading Esav when he tried to cause trouble when they were trying to bury Yaakov. But anyway, so you find the body in one place and the head somewhere else. Malichna Rosh Eitzalaguf with Diver Rabbi Eliezer. Rabbi Eliezer says, we look at the Makum Haguf, and we bring the Rosh to the Guf. Rabbi Kiva Omer Haguf Eitzel Rosh. No, we go where the Makum Rosh is, and we bring the Guf to the Rosh. May I know you, Modidin? Where would they measure from? Which part of the body would they measure from? Rabbi Elazar Omer Mitiburo, from the stomach, from the belly button, they would measure from the center 
center of his body. Rabbi Akiva Omer, Michotmo, from his nose. Rabbi Eliezer ben Yaakov Omer, Mimakum Shasachalol, Mitzavaro, from where they would murder somebody, which would be at, at his neck. So those are the three possible locations of where we're going to measure from. My time with Rabbi Eliezer, so says the Gemara, why does Rabbi Eliezer say they have two cities that are equidistant? They both bring an Egla Rufa, Kasavar, Elf Shalitzamsem, Bekrova, Vafilu Krovos. That he holds, first of all, it's a possibility that they are exactly equidistant, that we're able to, it's not just that we can't tell, but one of them is closer. No, they are exactly equidistant. We can make that determination. And when it says that the city that is Krova, it doesn't mean one city is Krova, Afilu Krovos, even if it's multiple cities, they'd be Chayiv and Egla Rufa. So it's a Dindoraisa that both of the cities would have to bring an Egla Rufa. Where do we get that from? The Yushalayim doesn't bring Domerkral, Lurishta, because the Pasuk says, when it describes the Parsha of Egla Rufa, it says, you're going to find a Chalol Ba'adoma Asher Hashem Elokecha Nosein Luchal Lurishta, that you're going to find a body in uh, the, the land that Hashem gave you to inherit. And we're working with the assumption that Yushalayim is not Lurishta, it's not Nizchalik Lushvatim, and therefore it's excluded, just like Chutzlaretz is excluded, for different reasons, just like Chutzlaretz is excluded from Egla Rufa, because the Torah defines which lands are uh, subject to Egla Rufa. Nimtza Rosh of Malcolm, we then said, if you find the head in one place and the body somewhere else, says so Machlokas, which one you bring to which? Do you bring the head to the body or the body to the head? So Mikemifli, what's the what, what are they even arguing about? If they're arguing about, you want to tell me they're arguing about which you measure from? Do you measure from the place where the head is, or do you measure from the place where the body is? But the very next line of the Mishnah says, where do you measure from? So it sounds like up until that point in the Mishnah, we're not discussing where you measure from. So it must be that we're discussing something else. So Rabbi Yitzchak, Rabbi Yitzchak explains, they're arguing about the concept of that when you find a dead body, you're supposed to bury it there, exactly where you found it. But the, 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 another Allah is that you're supposed to bury the entire body together. That Rahman al-Sun, when you have uh, pieces of body uh, parts all over the place, you have to gather them together and bury them all in the same spot. So uh, which is the spot of the body? Is it where the head is or is it where the body is? So as far as the burial, it's Kona the Makom, where it is. But And therefore, if you have the body in one place and the head somewhere else, Rabbi Eliezer. Rabbi Eliezer says, the guf is kind of a como, and you bring the head to where the guf is. Rabbi Kiva, Amar, guf hates al rosh. No, the rosh is kind of a como, and you bring the body to where the head is. What is the nukudus amachlokes? Marsover, gufe, beduchte, nafil. The ratio did not even nafil. That uh, the assumption is that the body fell uh, in the very spot where the person was killed, and the head rolled, like by Esav, where the head rolled, uh, but, uh, but the body uh, is where the person actually died. Umar Savar and Rabbi Akiva holds, No, the body, the, the head rather, is exactly where the person was killed. But just like when you cut off that of the chicken, it jumps around a little bit, so the body is spasming and might jump around a little bit. 
and might end up somewhere else. So you could, you bring the body to where the head is. Which are, they're arguing which one is more likely. L'chor, if you know which one it is, so then you go with that one. If you know the ikr is where the person died. Where on the body do we measure from? So we had three shitos: the nose, the belly button, and the neck. So what is the nukudas amachlokas between Rabbi Eliezer and Rabbi Akiva in particular? Where Rabbi Eliezer said the belly button, Rabbi Akiva said the nose. So Marsav Rabbi Akiva holds ikr chiyusa biape that the main chiyus of the person is from his uh, from his nose, and therefore that's where we measure from. Marsav ikr chiyusa bitibure that the ikr chiyus of a person comes from the center of his body, uh, and, and that's where all of his uh, his vital organs, his intestines are, and therefore meaning in the uh, the in the torso, and therefore that's called the chalol, and that's what we measure from. So lema kihani tanoi. Maybe they're arguing in the same machlokas that we have in the following brisa. Mehechan avlad notzar. The brisa discusses uh, where does the beginning of the development of a fetus happen. So merosho uh, that uh, the first opinion is that it starts the development begins from the head, and how do I know it? Vechenu omer mi mei imi atagozi. My the beginning of my yitzira is uh, is is described as uh, from being from my head. Gozi, we assume, means head. How do I know that? Ve'omer, because the Pesach says, Gozi nizreich v'ashlichi. That Gozi nizreich refers to where you cut the hair, so that's the head. So you see that Gozi relates to the head. That in the mother's womb, I develop from my head. Abishol says, no, the development of the baby is from the torso. And then just uh, it grows outward with arms and with legs and with the head. Everything else grows out from there. It's uh, the starting point. That little uh, kernel starts with the uh, with the torso, and that's what they're arguing about. Maybe that's the same machlokas over here, which is the ikur chius of the person. It must be where his life starts. So it says Marna, You could even assume that Abishol holds like Rabbi Akiva. When does that, where does Abishol say that it all starts at the center of the body? That's as far as the development of the fetus, the chimitzar vlad, mitzar, that that's where the development of the fetus begins. But as far as the, the life force of a human being, that's for sure in the nose. So you see that it's a place where one breathes from, that's where we assume the chiyus comes from. But then there was a third opinion, and that was Rabbi Lezben Yaakov who said, that it's the neck, the place where uh, where you would kill the person. So my time with Rabbi Eliezer ben Yaakov, why does Rabbi Eliezer ben Yaakov think it's Dafka Tzavaro? So the Gemara says, because the Pasuk says in Yecheskel, La seis osach el tzavare chalole rishayim. So we see that the Tzavar is called the Chalol, and therefore we learn from there that uh, that Kippel Chalol Ba'adama relates to uh, measuring from the Tzavar. So Niftu Zikne Yerushalayim, now the next mission goes on and tells us, now that the Zikne Yerushalayim have done what they had to do, we have three opinions, how many Zikne Yerushalayim Two in the mission, and the one more that we added in the Gemara. Either three, three uh, elders from the Sanhedrin, five people from the Sanhedrin, or the entirety of the Sanhedrin. But they they did the measuring. They figured out which city it is. Now they passed the baton to the Zikanim of that city. So Niftur Zikne Yishlaim, the Zikne Yishlaim, uh, you know, uh, leave the scene. Vaholchulan Zikne Osair, and then uh, the Zikne Osair come to the uh, to the scene. Mevin Eglas Bakar Asher Lo Mashkeba'ol, and they bring a young calf that. Never 
never pulled a yoke. It was uh, never never had a yoke on its back. Ve'ena mum poselba, and uh, mum would not posel the eglarufa. An eglarufa could be a balmum. Umaridinos al the they bring it to a valley that of hard ground. Eisan kamashmo kasha. Eisan means that it's hard ground that hasn't been tilled, that hasn't been uh, uh, plowed. Avul bisha she'eno eisan kasher, but if it's not eisan, it's still kasher for eglarufa. Va'orfenos abekofitz, and they take a me'achorei, and they take a cleaver and chop the back of its neck. Umekoma asur milizor milavod, and the place where they do the arifas egla is asur to plant and to do any work there. Umuter lisrok sham pishton l'nakasham avanim, but they can comb some flax there, they can clear some, uh, they can chisel stones there, because the isra avoda is only by avodos in the guf hakarka, where the gemara is going to derive that it's only a thing in avodos that relate to the actual ground itself. The ziknei osayir rochtsin asidein v'mayim v'mukom arifa shal egla. The zikedim of the city uh, wash their hands where they do the arifa. V'omrim yadenu l'shavcha sedam zavin enu l'rau. And they make their statement that yadenu l'shavcha enu l'rau. This statement has to be b'lashon hakodesh, right? That's why we're even discussing this whole thing is because all of the statements have to be b'lashon hakodesh. So the zikedim say it b'lashon hakodesh. V'chial datenu also shaziknei bezin shavchi dabmein. Would I ever have had a havamina that the zikedim bezin are murdered? No, what they say is that we didn't uh, let him go without pray, taking proper care of him. And then the Kohanim, after the Zikanim finished their statement, there's another group of people. So there are three groups of people that are actually involved in the procedure of Eglarufa. You have the members of the Sanhedrin from Yushalayim, they do the measuring. Then you have the Zikanim that do the actual Arifas Egla and the initial statement. And then you have Kohanim that come along. It's not clear in Chumash uh, that way. If you just read the psukim, but uh, but the the, Gemara, the Mishnahis are making it clear that the Kohanim then come and say that there should be a kapara. So that's the statement of the Kohanim. They don't have to finish the pasuk where it says that last line in the pasuk which says that's a Kodesh Baruch Hu saying what the result of all this is. That the result of all this is that there is a kapara. So they only say the first part of the pasuk. Now says the Gemara. Why don't we say that a mum should make an egla rufa pasul based on the kalvachomer as follows? If a para aduma, where the Torah is so makil that it doesn't it, it it doesn't disqualify a para aduma on account of being too old, on account of being more than a year old, and yet will disqualify disqualify a paradum if it has a mum, so an eglo, which is disqualified if it's more than a year old, should for sure be disqualified if it has a mum. So why don't we say a mum should passel based on that called the chomer? says, that it says by paraduma that a paraduma needs to be something that's ain ba mum. Ba mum posel, vein mum posel ba eglo. That we darshan from the word ba, that it's dafka by paraduma that a mum is going to passel, but it's not going to passel by eglo. El meyata, if you want to tell me every time it says the word ba, it's a meal to tell me uh, that uh, it's somewhere else, uh, that uh, not to drive a kalvachomer to somewhere else, then lo yu sharavodos posels ba, then sharavodos should not pasel a paraduma either. All the Torah says by paraduma is that it cannot have had an all. How do I know if you did other avodos by a paraduma that it's also possible? We learn it from a uh, kalvachomer from the Eglarufa, but guess what? 
Rufa, we have the word ba. So we should say that uh, that that that, uh, that psula only applies to egla rufa. Why is it that Rabbi Domarav says that if you put a, 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 a pile of, a, of, of, of sacks on the, uh, on, on the, uh, on the paraduma, it passes it by Negla Rufa, it would also pass it, but only if it walks with that pile of sacks on its back. But the bottom line is, you see that any Anacha passes the paraduma, not only in all, even just putting a sacking on its back passes it. So it must be that even though the, words, the, the Torah says Ba by the parsha of Egla Rufa, we don't make that limitation and say, oh, only by Egla Rufa, but not by paraduma. So we could learn, why don't we say in the reverse also, we could learn Kavachamer from Paraduma to Egla Arufa, that a mum will pass Egla Arufa. So says Mar, no, shiny para, uh, para is, is different, the alfin mean para that we derive from Egla Arufa is different, the alfin on all, all me Egla. We have a Gzera Shava that, that it says all by both Egla Arufa and by para Aduma, and therefore we can learn that all avodos pass by a para, just like all avodos pass by an Egla Arufa. And the word ba is not going to uh, upend that limud, because it's not a color. It's Xer Shava, and Xer Shava is going to be much stronger, much stronger. So Eglanami Tesi Ol Omi Para. But once you have Xer Shava to link the two partials, then why don't I say that an Eglar Rufa should a mum should pass an Eglar Rufa because there's Xer Shava that links uh, the two partials. Says more, but Hamiyet Rachman Ba. But the Torah says Ba. Ba must be coming to exclude something, so it must be telling me that Egla Rufa will not be possible by a mum. Yeah, but Beglanamik Siv Ba. It says the word Ba by Egla Rufa also, and that doesn't prevent us uh, from 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 deriving that any avoda is going to passel the paraduma. Well, and we buy the mutikachim to lo passel avoda. No, the word Ba by Egla Rufa is not Ba v'lo bepara. It's Ba v'lo bekachim that any avoda that you do on the Egla Rufa is going to passel the Egla Rufa. Ba v'lo bekachim. Avodas that you do on kachim is not going to passel kachim, but could still passel a paraduma based on this kseir shava. I might have thought that uh, that we should learn uh, that avoda passels even kachim, even karbanos, based on the kavachom from egla rufa as follows. If an egla rufa is not passel al yidei mum, and yet avoda passels by doing avoda with it, will passel it kachim shemum passels by mino dish avoda passels. Bad. So Kachim where a mum will even passel it, all the more so Avoda should passel it. So that's why we have the word ba to tell me not so, not like this Kaldachomer, that Avoda is not going to passel Kachim even though it does passel Egla Arufa. So ask Gemara, how could you have learned such a Kaldachomer from Egla Arufa to Kachim that Avoda should passel Kachim? Ekel Mifrach, that Kaldachomer doesn't make any sense anyway because Egla Shekain Shanim passels ba. Egla is different than Kachim in that it has its own Chumras. Shanim will passel an eglah when it's too old. It passels uh, where, where you don't have that by kachim. So says Mar, you don't have that by kachim. I'll do kachim. You let the passel be shanim. You never heard of a carbon that ages out. There are carbonos that age out, and therefore th- those carbonos could be derived from a kavuchom from eglarufa that avoda should passel them. So therefore, kids rekrav. When I need ba to tell me that avoda is only a psul in eglah, but it's not a psul in kachim, it means a kachim to passel be shanim. It means those kachim where that that do age. Out and therefore that that, that would have been a valid kalvachomer. So I need ba, and therefore it's the ba is not coming to be memait paraduma. It's only coming to be memait kachim. But the gzeir shabim paraduma ta'eglarufa teaches me that a mum will passel an egla arufa had it not been for the word ba. The word ba tells me that a mum does not passel an egla arufa. So uh, the Gemara had said when it says 
Ba by Eglarufa, it's coming telling me that Kadshim are not possible Ba Avoda. That if you do if you did Avoda with an animal, that animal could still be used for a carbon. So says Mark, that's where I know that from. Do I really learn that from the word Ba that it says by Eglarufa? That's how I know that if you do Avoda with an animal that you can't you can't use that for uh, carbonos? No, Mehasim Nafka, I derive it from a different Pasuk. The Pasuk lists all sorts of different women, and it says you're not allowed to bring behemoths with these women as a carbon. So we darshan, that it's a miyut, that it's dafka, these animals that have these women, you're not allowed to be makriv. But any animal that had a vodah done with it, you are allowed to be makriv. So that's where I really learn it from. So why do I need Tuli Mudim to tell me that a vodah doesn't pasal kachim? Says Mar Itzrich, I need both limudim. I would have thought if I only had one meal to tell one limud to tell me that avoda doesn't passel kachim, I would say, yeah, if you did that, whatever avoda, anything that's mutter to do with an animal, that's not going to passel the animal. But I would have thought that if you didn't avoda iser with the animal, you you were you you, you plowed with shorvah chamor yachtov with the animal, you did uh, you, you plowed with it on Shabbos or something like that. I would think that's going to passel it from being a carbon. So that's why I need a second limb to tell me that there is no avoda that's going to passel an animal from being a carbon. And this did that even an avodas iser doesn't passel from being a carbon. Says I still don't need the word but to teach me that because there's a third limud that tells me that avoda doesn't passel carbonos. We learn it from the following. So we darshan ela iatamakriv. Bali mumin, you can't be makriv. Avalatamakriv kachim shnevda ben avoda, but you're allowed to be makriv kachim that you did avoda with. So this pasuk is teaching us that avoda's iser doesn't pasul kachim. So I don't need ba. So ba doesn't tell me that avoda doesn't pasul kachim. I already have two other limudim. One to tell me avoda's heter, one to tell me avoda's iser doesn't pasul kachim. What do I need the word ba for by egla rufa uh, to teach me that avoda uh, doesn't pasul kachim? So itzrich, I do need the word ba. I need three limudim to tell me that Avoda does not passel kachim. One to tell me Avoda satir, one to tell me Avoda iser, and one to tell me that even if you did the Avoda after you already maktish the animal, that in all three of those instances it's not going to passel the kachim. So that's why I need all three limudim. That's what the word ba is doing by egla arufa. So says Mar Gufa. Uda shall sakum. He said, if you put a bundle of uh, bags on the uh, back of the uh, of the animal, psula passels the paraduma. But by the egla rufa, it's only going to passel it if it then uh, schleps along those bags. So Mesvei asked the Gemara. It says in the pasuk by paraduma. All so only Ella all. I would only know that what passels the paraduma is if it has a yoke on its back. Sharavodus minayin. How do I know that other avodus also passel the paraduma? So I'm at kavuchomer because it's a kavuchomer. Uma egla shein mum posulba sharavodus posulba. If egla rufa, which is so kal that a mum is not going to passel it, and yet doing any avoda with it will passel it. Parash mum posulba. You know this sharavodus posulba. So paraduma, where even a mum will passel it, for sure the other avodus will passel it. It's not only an all. 
all. If you don't like that kalvachomer, I'll tell you something else. Nemar kan all. It says by paraduma all. Nemar lalon all. And it says by rufa all. So malalon sharavodus pasul. But just like by rufa all is lav dafka, all avodus will pasul it. Afkan sharavodus pasul. So too by paraduma, it's lav dafka and all, but all avodus will pasul it. So mayim nafshachomer. Why would we have disliked that initial kalvachomer that we then needed to bring in the gzera shava? Because v'chitemi ikalamifrach. Because you might have said I can have a pircha that kalvachomer, namely that mala eglish kein shalom pasul. That by egla rufa, when it gets too old, it becomes pasul. Inami kachim yochichu shemum pasul bein vein avodu pasalus ben. Or you could just use kachim as an example that shows that that kalvachomer is invalid. Because kachim is something that a mum will pasul, but avoda doesn't pasul. So you don't see that uh, the kalvachomer, so which assumes that uh, that a para that a mum will pasul, that shara avodus must also pasul, is not true. Not every time a mum pasuls will shara avodus pasul, because by kachim a mum pasuls and shara avodus don't pasul. So that's why I need nemerkan all the nemerlalon all malalon shara avodus afkan shara avodus. That's why I need the gzeir shavu to tell me that shara avodus. Apostles by uh, by 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 paraduma. So makom shabasa. So says the Gemara. The uh, the makar of the idea that sharavodus passes by paraduma is from eglarufa. So the din of the para lechora shouldn't be more chamur than the din of eglarufa. If it all starts with eglarufa, eglarufa is where I learn that sharavodus passel. So to, for I learn from there to paraduma. So it can't be that paraduma is gonna be passel more easily than eglarufa. The whole limud is from Egla Rufa. So, so why is it then that by Egla Rufa it only passes when you throw bag, a, 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 a bundle of bags on its back uh, by Egla Rufa, it's only possible if it walks with it, if it's Mosheikh. Yet by Paraduma, it's possible right away. How, how could it be more Chamer by Paraduma? Says Mara Inachinami, Tanoihi, the Ika de Maisila me Egla, and Ika de Maisila me Gufa de Para. There is a Tana that derives the Psula Voda of Para from Egla, in which case Enochinami, they can't be, the Dinim can't be more Chamer by Para than they are by Egla. But there is another sheet in Tanoim that does not derive it from Egla, that derives it Mine Ubei, that has a special limu within the parsha of Paraduma to tell me that Avodos Pasel and therefore its dinim could be more chamer than those of an Egla Detanya, where do we find that there's a limu to be made within the parsha? It says by para ol, so only Ella ol I would only know that putting a yoke on its back is probably not Shara Avodos Minayin, Hedera Shara Avodos also, Tam Lomar, Asher Lo Allah Aleha Ol, Mikol Makom that tells me anything, uh, it's a reboy in the Pasuk, tell me that any Avodos Pasels Im Kain, Matam Lomar Ol, then why does it give that specific example of Ol? Because that an ol will pass even if you just stamp through an ol on its back and you don't plan to do any avoda with it even if it's not shas avoda but shar avoda same pass all the other avodas will only pass bishas avoda all prat but maybe we should learn the pasuk as follows it says asher lo Allah aleha which sounds like anything and then it says ol which is a prat the general limud is when you have a klal followed by a prat, only the prat is uh, is included. So all in midiachrin uh, So we should learn from there that only an all will passel by paraduma. No other avoda should passel. Now asher ribuyehu, but the word asher comes as an extra riboy to tell me that other avodas also passel. And you have a similar brisa that has a limud by the pesukim of egla rufa that all it says all by egla rufa. Only all shar avodas 
minayin. I only learned from there that all pasul zaglarufa. How do I know doing other avodos with the aglarufa pasulit? Tamalomar asher lo ubadba mikol makom. So that's a riboy that any avodah you do with it pasuls it. Imkei matamalomar all. Then why does it say all? Well, all pasul be mishas avodah be shlo mishas avodah shar avodah same pasul sal be shas avodah because all is going to be a psul even when it's not shas avodah. But all the other avodos are only going to be a psul be shas avodah. Ve'ema maybe we can learn from the pasuk. Asher lo ubadba klal all prat klal prat in bchal mashem prat that it should only include an all because it's a klal prat all in midiachrina lo any other avodah should not passel by an egla rufa meaning the same limud we just suggested by paraduma we're now suggesting by egla rufa so once again we answer asher ribuyu that the word asher is a riboy so I'm Rabbi Yehuda boy my name Rabbi Yochanan meshichas all bekama when we say that by the egla rufa it only becomes passel if it's moshech so uh, by the egla rufa how much does it need to be moshech the all? So Amalei, so Rabbi Yochanan said, Kimlo all, the size of an all itself. So Yibayilu, la'arka al-rachba, the length or the width of an all. Amalei, merabanan, Rabbi Yaakov, Shmei, l'idim, mfarshim, l'nei, Rabbi Yochanan, meshichas all l'rachba, the width of an all, tefach, and it's a tefach. Velema tefach. Why, why do you have to speak so cryptically that the, the length of an all? Just say tefach. So Hakam Ashmelan, Shiyura Da'ol, Tefach Havi. No, it's teaching me something, Derech Agav, that if you want to know what, si- what the standard size of the width of an all is, it's a tefach. Why do I care what the standard size of the width of an all is? To know if you have a taina, if you went and you bought an all, you ordered an all on Amazon, and then they uh, deliver it to you, and it's this minuscule, uh, tiny thing. It's a, so you have to know if, uh, if you have a taina to imagine. That it came all the way from China, and you got this uh, right. So you have to know that uh, that that that, uh, that that it's not uh, that that you have a taina because it's uh, less than a tefach. The definition of an all is a tefach. So Gemara gives a reason why does the Torah tell me dafka uh, um, to, to bring an egla and dafka in a nachal? Why is it that the Torah says I should bring an egla in the nachal? Let's take this baby animal that never had an opportunity to produce peros. And we'll do the Arifa in a place on a land that was never Osaperos. That will be a kapara for Nebuch murdering this person who never would have had the opportunity to produce Peros. My Peros, what Peros did this person not have the opportunity to produce? Did we prevent him from producing by killing him? If you're just talking about having children, let's say the man that was killed was a 90 year old man. He wasn't going to have any more children. He was finished having children already. Or he's a Sris. He was never going to have children. So now you're not going to do Negla Rufa? No. Ella Mitzvos. It means the ability to do Mitzvos. No matter how old and no matter what physical condition he was in, he always had the capacity for Mitzvos. He always had the capacity for more Mitzvos. So we stopped him from doing Mitzvos by killing him. And therefore that we, we withheld all of those potential payrolls from him. So the Mishnah said, we bring the Egla the, the Rufa to the Nachal Eisan, which is hard ground. So talk about minayin leisin shul kasha. How do I know eisin means kasha? Shnamar eisan moshavecha v'sim basela kinecha. So it sounds like eisan is rocky land. Is a sela. Va'omer and the pasuk says in micha shimu harim is rivashem v'ha'eisanim moste aretz. So eisan is like Evan. It's hard like stone because the mountains eisanim is mountains. So mountains are made of stone. Acherim others say that it doesn't mean eisan. That is uh, that eisan doesn't mean hard. Minayin leisin shul. Yashan. How do I know Eisen means old? Shnemar goy Eisen who 
goy me olam hu. So according to Acherim, you don't have to bring to uh, Dafka to a hard valley, but it has to be karka yeshana. It has to be old ground, and not that they brought in fresh dirt from somewhere else and poured it in that uh, in that area, like a landscaper would do or something. It has to be the initial ground that was uh, that was always there. And then they chop it on the back of the neck with a cleaver. So my time, oh, where do I get that from? Because it says by and that's what we do by uh, by They cut it by hand with the fingernail from the back of the neck. So that's how I learned that Egla Arufa also gets chopped in the back of the neck. And the place where we do this Egla uh, Arufa, you're not allowed to plant it, you're not allowed to do avodas. That's what the Pasuk says. That means it never was in the past uh, uh, worked in that area. No, it means that from here on in, you're not going to work on this land. Rav says, no, when it comes to uh, going forward, for sure you're not going to be allowed to do that. Everyone agrees to that. It says, in the future. The is, does it also need to be ground that was never worked in the past? Rabbi Yoshe says, well, which would have implied that it's a tzivoy on the asid. It says, which sounds like it never was, that it's a tzivoy in the past. Rabbi Yonason says, no, it's not about the past. If it was about the past, it would have said, that's how you say in past tense. Rabbi Yoshia, the Gemara asks, according to Rabbi Yoshia, why is he not medayik v'loshan shalo ye'aved, that it sounds like the future, asher l'sha'avar mashma. Because while lo ye'aved sounds like the future, asher sounds like the past tense. Rabbi Yonason, what does Rabbi Yonason do with the asher when he says that we don't care about the past? Asher ribuyahu. He uses the word asher as a reboy to tell me that other avodos are going to be asher to uh, not only Zriya, all other avodos as well. So therefore, there's no hechrich to darshan the pasuk about the past. It's saying that in the future you can't do not just Zriya, you can't do anything, any of the Avodos. But you're allowed to do Srikas Pishton and you're allowed to do Nikor Avonim in this area. So I would only see that Zriya is Asr. Shar Avodos Minayin, how do I know that you're not allowed to do other Avodos either? So is a more general term, you're not allowed to do any sorts of Avodos. So why does it have to give an example of Zriya if it's really any avoda. So that the isra of doing avoda on this land is only avoda on the actual guf hakarka. As opposed to combing your flax or uh, chiseling your stones, those are not karka, and therefore those are going to be mutter. Why don't I dash in the passage that it says? which is a klal, lo is a prat, and following the normal rules, it should be ein bechlal elo prat. Says asher ribu yehu. Asher is a riboy, and therefore you can't learn from a klal of prat. 
so that it only includes Zriya, it includes all Avodos HaKarka. Fine, period. Now, Zikne Ir Rotsinidem. He said, the Zikne Ir wash their hands in the place of the Arif or the Egla, and they say, we didn't kill this guy. So, Tanar Abar, the Brisa elaborates, that all the Zikne Ir of the closest city go and they wash their hands in that spot. It already says that they were Orif the Egla. Why does it have to add the word Ha'arufa? What's it teaching me? That they do this on the very spot where they did the Arifas Hegla. That's where they do this hand washing and the statement that they make. So the Brisa explains, and they say, We did not murder this fellow. We did not see him. Was anyone accusing the Bezdin of murder that they have to make such a statement? Ella, the Nusach means, that with this Nirtzach didn't, uh, we didn't encounter him and let him go without any Mizonos uh, because that would cause him to, uh, to be desperate and uh, to get himself killed by trying to steal or by doing whatever he can to be able to get food, to put himself in dangerous uh, positions. We didn't see this Nirtzach and let him go without proper escort, which also would have left him vulnerable and, and in danger. Even though Levaya doesn't go all the way, you don't have to go that far. The Gemara is about to discuss how far you have to do Levaya, but just the fact that someone cares about him gives him a certain sense of confidence, and other people see that someone cares about this person, they're less likely to attack him. So Tanya, we're Kofa on the mitzvah slavaya. We force a person to be malave, someone who, who needs uh, escort. Because the schar for this mitzvah is enormous. How do I know the schar for this mitzvah is enormous? From the Pesukman Sefer Shoftim. Uh, the, uh, the, the Shomrim that were, uh, that, that were taking siege of Beit El uh, saw, they saw a guy leaving the city. Let us know, what's the entrance way into the city, the best way to go in, to conquer the city? And then when we conquer the city, we'll be kind to you. Sort of motioned and showed them the, the place, the spot. Also, what was the chesed that they did as a payback for his help? They wiped out the whole city. But that man and his family were spared. And that man was able to go and build another city. And the name of the city he built was Luz. And it still exists today. So Tanya, it's the same Luz where they do the dying of Tcheles. It's the same Luz that Sancheirov was when he was Mavalbal all the Umos, was never able to affect Luz. Nebuchadnezzar was never able to destroy it. And the Malachamavis doesn't even get to go in Luz. When really old people in Luz had enough with life, they leave the city, and then the Malachamavis could take them. What did this guy do already? He didn't say a word. He didn't walk anywhere. He didn't do it. He just made a motion, and yet it saved him and his entire family for all the generations. So Misha Salavayu Braglov, you actually escort someone by foot. Allah has come of come. All the more so, it's a gavaldikus chus. So b'meherlem, this Kanani, what did he do? How did he show them if he didn't walk and he didn't, uh, you know, and he didn't say anything? So chizkiyam b'piv akam lem. He made some sort of motion with his mouth or Rabbi Yochanan. 
He just pointed with his finger. The Bryce says explicitly that he pointed with his finger. So he caused salvation for all of his descendants. If a person is traveling and he doesn't have anyone to escort him, what he should do is allow the Torah to be his escort. That the Torah is called Levaya. Because of the four steps that Paro was Malav Avram when he was sending him out of Mitzrayim, he was able to have Kal Yisrael as Avadim for 400 years. In this, even if it's just in the city, you're not going to get damage from that. Ravina was Malav four Amos in the city. And a dangerous situation arose uh, that uh, to, to Rav Bar Yitzchak, and he was saved from it in the Zuchos that he was Nislava that he was Mislava Al Yudei Ravina. If a Rav is being Mislava Talmud, should be till the Ibura Shel Ir, till the end of the Ibur of the city, but no further. Chaver lechaver at Chum Shabbos, a Chaver to an equal, it should be till the Chum Shabbos two thousand Amos. Talmud the Rav, when a Talmud is being Mislava the Rav, ain't lo shir, it should be as far as he needs to. So the Kama, what do you mean, ain't lo shir? What's the, the uh, What's the minimum? So Amar Rav Sheish says Ad Parsa, at least a Parsa. Vlamar El Rabbi Sheidu Mufak. That's if it's a Rebbe. That's not a Rebbe Mufak. Av Rabbi Mufak Shlosha Parsos. Then the minimum is three Parsos. So it's four levels. There's a Rebbe being Melava Talmud equals being Melava each other. A Talmud being Melava a Rebbe Sheidu Mufak and a Talmud being Melava a Rebbe Mufak. Rav Kana Alvil Rav Sim Barashi. Rav Kana was Melava Rav Sim Barashi. Rav Sim Barashi was uh, yeah was Melava Rav Sim Barashi. From Pum Nahara Ad Beit Saison at the Bavel. From Pum Nahara to the Beit Saison. When they got there, they say that these trees have been here since Adam Rishon. You remind me of what Rabbi Yosef said. A land that no man ever passed through. And no one ever settled there. No man ever passed through there. Obviously, no one ever settled there. What it's saying is that Adam Rishon who was the one that determined uh, he was Gozer which lands would be settled and if he was not Gozer then it was not Nisyashev so uh, this this uh, land uh, Adam Rishon was Gozer should have uh, these trees in it and uh, there and, and and shouldn't be Nisyash and should not become a Yishuv where anything else uh, lives here so that's what it means that it's Mishnei Adam Rishon not that the trees date back to Adam Rishon but it's a, it's a land that Adam Rishon had made that determination about okay we was catching up to do so best from tomorrow we'll pick up with Rav Mordechai Alvey. I tried to talk fast. I don't know. <laughs>